Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 and this is part three in our five part series talking about how to create a content style guide. So if you missed the first two episodes, um, please go back and take a listen. You're going to hear on episode eight, which was the first part, uh, a little bit of a background on how I created this process and why it's important for your business. Episode nine is going to chat about the first step in the process, which is uh, messaging, creating a messaging strategy for your content. And so that is really important to listen to. All of these pieces build on to each other. And just to remind you, if you didn't know already, there is a free template on our website, uglyventures.com backslash style guide. You could download the template and follow along. Um, the template's also going to be a way for you to create a style guide in your own business. Um, Super duper important. I'm super passionate about this. It's why I'm talking about it for five episodes. Um, Today we're talking about voice, tone, and formatting. So if you did have a chance to follow along, uh, download the template and you are following along, we're going to be looking at page five today and uh, let's just do a little bit of a recap so how does it work so a content style guide is really a way to bring together uh, all of the pieces of the brand the brand um, values and mission your business mission statement uh, the brand pillars your target client all of those things uh, that process you went to in creating the brand. When we're creating content for digital marketing and social media, we're in in fact bringing to life that brand. It, and oftentimes in, in real time, right? Because you're just having to create and produce so much content nowadays with in social media that it's really important to remember you know, how and why all of this, why are you doing this? How is this going to help lead to sales? How is this going to help educate your audience on your brand and your business? So that's why we're going through this process. So how it works, the content style guide is in this template, what it's going to help you do is outline the messaging strategy as well as the brand style, which is the voice and the tone um, and the visual imagery of your brand. So when your social media manager is creating content that you know without a doubt that what they're doing is going to connect to your brand, right? And help strengthen your brand and help bring more customers to your business rather than just doing it just to do it. So voice and tone is an area I'm particularly intense about when I'm um, managing a team 
as a fractional chief marketing officer. So this piece, this style guide is really important for me. It's a tool that I use every single day when I'm training anyone that I bring onto a team. And if you don't know, I, um, I work as a fractional chief marketing officer for startups and oftentimes I am training the in-house team on the processes that I like to use when running the marketing department and the content style guide is without a doubt the most important piece to show a marketing manager the brand guidelines the brand bible so typically when a graphic designer is creating um, the brand they'll deliver something to you and I've mentioned this in the other episodes that really go over the basics of the brand right font and color this guide brings all of that to life and so if you don't have a piece like this you're leaving it to the discretion of the marketing manager to interpret all of that juicy information that your graphic designer and you came up with when developing the brand and it's not something to leave to chance because oftentimes an inexperienced social media manager which let's be honest uh, as a as a startup many startups can't afford to have very high level um, marketing people executing right because there's just so many pieces of marketing it gets so expensive you know if you don't have an experienced agency working with you and you're piecemealing your team together and you're and you're having to manage them this document is incredibly important so tone and voice for me is something that really dis- distinguishes good content from bad content it's not hard to find beautiful images there's so many resources out there it's beautiful i mean stock photography has gotten really really good um and a lot of content managers that I see, especially kind of the young and inexperienced ones, can put together a nice flat lay or put whip up a nice image using their iPhones or whatever it may be. But what really is like the thing that's a dead giveaway between someone who's really putting a lot of thought behind their content and someone who is not is the copy. And this just kills because there's so many young girls that are doing social media management and and so you hear their voice. You hear like a 20-something-year-old girl no matter who the target client is. And the copy gets so redundant. Um, and you may not know this, but there's a lot of resources out there that you can buy where you know you can buy templated copy and for social media calendars so i you can see who's using those templates because you often see the same questions posed the same sentences and they're all kind of banal right they're like you know don't you love this isn't this great you know which one is your favorite that kind of thing and what what i'm trying to communicate is that when your brand Um, is well thought out. There's much more to say than those kind of aside sort of afterthought copy that's oftentimes put through Instagram. And this is a question I'm often asked about long format and short format. 
I think that it's important to have a mix. I mean, obviously, you know, attention spans are, are very short. Um, but if your brand is truly um, well-crafted, then you should have something to say to your potential clients. That's not just about how great you are or what sale you're running. When you're creating a brand, um, it should be layered. It should have that vision and that mission and those values. And the copy of your social media posts is a really great way to communicate all of that. And I'm sure you spend a lot of time um, coming up with copy for your website. But I've got news for you. I mean, the, the amount of people that sit and read through copy on a website is very, very small. You have an awesome opportunity in your social media uh, post copy to be f- putting in sort of fragmenting those important messages and those really that important information about your brand into really easy to digest chunks. So what we want to do is make sure that when we're writing this copy is that it has the right voice and it has the right tone um, because that really does matter. And so with the voice, what you want to do is what's a really helpful exercise, which is is a part of this content uh, template, um, the content style guide template, is looking through answering two questions, right? You want to kind of have developed a positive and negative voice attribute uh, kind of standard. So what I've given you here is some space to write, but you're going to want to say, you know, how should your brand always be perceived? And how should your brand never be perceived? This is so important to do for whomever's managing your social media because you want them to really understand the the way in which when people interact with your brand, you know, what are those clients thinking, right? What do they think of your brand? You want to control and craft what that is. So let's give an example. Let's say that you are a swimwear company that makes uh, really creative, bright, punchy, you know, bathing suits. And you want to be perceived as fun and light and carefree and wild and adventurous, right? But you definitely don't want to be perceived as controversial or political or um, negative, right? Because when clients interact with your brand, you want them to feel happy and joyful and light, right? You don't want, you don't want to be perceived as gloomy or heavy or uh, depressive, right? This is a very extreme example, but what I would, I would encourage you to do is sort of get as nuanced as you can because this is really going to help whomever's creating the copy and the content uh, to give them some direction so again it it, you need to help give a starting off point and unfortunately you know as a as the founder or as the keeper uh, the ceo or the keeper of the brand 
it's really on you to to help come up with this and make sure everything's on on track if you know and if you're doing this for the first time it's a really great in doing this whole style guide template it's really great to work hand in hand with the social media manager right to develop it together um, but if you don't have one yet uh, you know, it just, you can, it has to get done. You should do it yourself. But how do you want the brand to be perceived? This is going to help direct the, the sentences, the paragraphs, the, the, the wording that comes together is this is this two little pieces are really going to help inform whoever, who's ever creating the copy. So what is that voice, right? What does that voice want to sound like, right? But then we want to take another deeper look and look at the tone, right? And so what's also really helpful is to develop some pillars around the tone. And so the tone pillars govern how the brand, the brand, the brand, the brand, the brand sounds. And as you create content, keep the context at the forefront of your mind and whoever is creating the copy should do this, okay? And so, what, what's going to happen with developing these pillars is that you can help adapt the tone across different situations. So what's really interesting about these pillars is you can give examples, solid examples of how you would execute or how you wouldn't execute a certain situation. So let's give an example. I really like to use this one. Um, if, you're, if your brand has any kind of lifestyle component, right? And you're trying to help people improve their lives in any way. There's two ways you can do it. You can be very instructional, right? You could give step-by-step -step instructions. You can, um, you could even be sort of like either like a cheerleader or you could be inspirational, right? Um, or you can decide that you want to show, like lead by example instead of doing instruction. So what you want to do is like say your brand uh, wants to inspire people to be more mindful, right? There's two approaches, right? Say pillar one, right? We inspire people to be more mindful and Inspiration is the verb there, right? So we want to say, how do we do it? How don't we do it? We inspire by leading by example. So we're going to create content that shows us being mindful or things that we do being mindful that's going to help inspire people to do it in their own lives. How we don't do it is maybe you would decide, I don't want to give step-by-step -step instructions or I don't want to shame people into feeling like they're not living life uh, in a positive way because they're they're just so are not mindful and they're just wasting their lives right this is an example of giving these instructions are going to really help guide that person in saying okay well now I want to communicate this thing about uh, our goods or services or our, you know, aspect of the brand. Uh, but I want to show them and not tell them. I want to uh, inspire them instead of explain. So really take some time to figure out what these pillars might be for your brand, right? You know, if you, uh, if your brand has a political 
or social uh, social responsibility aspect to it. This is a really great opportunity to show how you would address controversial issues. You know, say your brand is not afraid to deal with controversial uh, controversial things or politics, or you take a particular stance on an issue. You're going to want to explain and give some examples of how are you going to support that particular issue? How are you going to voice your opinion? Um, And how are you not, you know, how would that not be executed? What would be an example of that being done poorly? Um, You know, if you have a a very controversial brand, you know, perhaps you want to speak your mind and and have certain messaging that supports what that viewpoint is, but maybe you don't want to use curse words, or maybe you don't want to pinpoint other people by name, things like that really helpful because whomever is creating that content is going to know, okay, here, here's the line that I can't cross. Um, so that's the tone and the voice. And then the third piece, which is, I, it's very important, um, I think, for making everything seem really tied together, really professional, is putting in this style guide, uh, this content style guide, a little something, okay, about formatting. And so if you're following along on the free download, this is page seven. There are several kind of English style and usage guides to choose from. If you Google style, you know, English style and usage guides, you'll you'll see that there's definitely several uh, different kinds. I gave you an example of one called AP style. And this one is, again, it it's quite nuanced there on you know which one you decide to use. I don't think it's even that important. The important part is to just choose one and give some examples on you know how to format your he- your headlines. You know, do you use dashes, dashes or dots for lists, things like that, just to keep everything really consistent. Again, it's a small detail, but it's something that makes a big difference. You want your brand to feel tied together, clean, um, everything really consistent. Consistency in the brand and the execution of the content really makes for a stronger overall brand um, and just makes you look you know, tied together and, and professional. So that was voice, tone, and formatting. Uh, next week, we're going to be chatting about uh, your buyer persona really important. So I hope you join me next week. That'll be uh, the part four of this five-part series. I can't wait till, uh, till then. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.